Oh god, I tried. I tried so hard. So well, yeah, this is very weird. It is, yes. It's um, we are now an audio and visual experience, um, which is good for everybody. So um, I guess fuck it straight into it. Episode sixty-five of the podcast. Uh, let, let's say it's sixty-five. I forgot to double check. Let's double check. Let's do the classic, Carl. Just double uh, check. Sixty-five, live. indeed. L- literally live on stream. And for the um, audio listeners of this podcast, we record this thing live now. Um, yes. I just, I just decided. Um, yeah, there's this like. Uh, we, both me and you, don't we, Luke? Because we want to get into like recording our own stuff. We also want to like grow an online following out of our own accord. But what better way to do that than record the podcast live and then at the end do Q&A. So for the people watching yeah. the podcast live right now, we will be doing Q&A at the end and Lucas will be answering, picking questions for his chat, picking questions for mine. But for the most part, we're going to record as we normally do because I don't think us talking to chat for the entire thing is going to be all that um, engaging for the audience to listen to it afterwards. Yeah, exactly. And I also think just it takes away from what the podcast normally is. Yeah, and a podcast is like just you, know, you listen to it after the fact. But for the people who are listening to the podcast later, potentially tomorrow, potentially in a year's time, um, from the smouldering ruins of the UK, um, like you can find us. And where do you where do you stream from, Lucas? So I am at twitch.tv slash legend of canto. And I'm at twitch.tv forward slash Carl's Wood. And but for the people watching, Lucas, you've got a surprise, haven't you? I do have a surprise, and yeah, let's just go straight into it. Do it. Show me. Oh! Yes! That's so fucking cool. I want that now. So I've installed a smart bulb in my uh, my little office room, mm-hmm. and now I'm just sitting in like the bright, luminescent pink room. Uh, you can do it. You can create the swag pad whenever you damn well feel like, like it. Like, look at this shit. Like, I'm oh, blue, man. I'm green. Oh, man. It's going to be it's... great for all of the audio listeners. I'm I was not... about to say, yeah, it's playing really well for them. <laughs> what we should do well, is... I'm just get... in my bright pink rainbow room. We need to get those like audio filters. Do you know the ones that make you sound like a robot and stuff like that? <laughs> like, we need to get all shit like that and start putting that on so people at home listening to this, after the fact, can enjoy just some bullshit that we're doing. But um, yeah, yeah. besides like you know that, that housekeeping that's all out of the way now, like, what else are we up to? Uh... What a great question to ask him yeah. about. Not much really during L lockdown. Like I had my birthday last week, so I had some time off and just uh, chilled out, played games, played games with you on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, you did but... indeed, yes. And how old are you now, Lucas? Uh, I'm 21 again, Carl. I will You're 21 just... again. Let's sweep it under the rug another year. You're 21 again. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. What did you do for your birthday? Uh, literally not much because again, can't it's lockdown, so we really, really can't do anything. And the weather was shit because it's January, so. Yeah, it's been um, a fun week, I'll say. But like, it has just been. Let's chill the fuck out. And play yeah, you took game. it off from work. Like, you didn't do any um, uh, um, recording or anything like of that nature. So mm. you just took the day off, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. And that's what we do every year. Like Jenna and I just take a week off for each of our birthdays. And thought, fuck it. Uh, even if we can't do anything, let's just relax for a bit and watch a lot of One Piece. That's the thing. I don't know if I can. It's my birthday's next week. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I'd like turn thirty next week, and I'm like, I guess I'll take Tuesday off. Yeah. Maybe if I fancy it, but then I've got to do work on Wednesday. <laughs> That's the problem. I've got too much fucking work to do. It's the problem. Well, that's always the issue, isn't it? Of like, well, I can take a week off, but that just means I've got a week of work to catch up on afterwards. Exactly. And like, when I take a week off, like if I take time off, that means you guys run out of stuff to do as well. Yeah, yeah. Because we need to keep going stuff. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do for mine. I'm definitely taking the actual birthday itself off, but you should, yes. The actual plans so far, are just I don't know. 
I, I don't know what to do for it. It's, it's so strange. I'm turning 30, but I don't feel like I'm turning 30. Again, like we've mentioned this on stream, Carl, just delay it a year. Yeah, I know. I, um, I messaged my dad, oddly enough. I was like, asking him, like, what do you do for your 30th birthday? He was like, well, I had you, so not much. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> going that. It's like, so, what did you accomplish by the time you were 30? He went, well, I had you. It's like, that, oh, I appreciate it. Well, what did you do? He's like, well, I could drive a bus. And, that's, and I can't drive a fucking bus. I was going to say there's a lot of people that can't drive a bus. Yeah, you can drive a bendy bus, can my dad. It's crazy. Like, when everyone goes past, he just points in because I can drive that. <laughs> it's, it's gutting. But and then I asked my mum what she did. And she went, well, I had you. And it's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so she didn't do anything either. So I guess I'm doing what my parents did, which is not very much, while hanging out with myself. I think it's always um, a bit of a weird one, though, because, okay, well, what did you achieve by this age? But it's just one of those things of, I don't think it's very smart to try and keep yourself accountable for how other people have progressed. Like, measuring measuring yourself against other people or other family members, anything like that, is just a good way to get yourself into like, a bad mindset. Yeah, it's the recipe for disaster, but it is, it is. an interesting thing to think about. But, um, like, with this year, just like, cause I think 30 is, like, the last big birthday you have before you turn, like, 40. Yeah, like, oh. uh, like, when you hit 30, it's just the 10 years, isn't it? Yeah, then you start getting them, and it's like, it's the last big birthday I'll have, and I can't do anything for it. It's very strange. Mm, yeah, it is a weird feeling going like, yeah, I've got a birthday. Like, Well, everyone's still asking me what am I going to do, and I'm like, nothing, I can't yeah, do like, anything. It's like potentially the last big birthday I'll have that I'll be able to like, you know, celebrate, um, like guilt-free, because I don't know what I'm going to be doing in 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Definitely yeah. not making shit on the internet, that's for sure. <laughs> Probably not. I, I can't think time. of many um, 40-year-old content creators that you look at. Can you think of any? I can think of quite a lot. Like, um, I watch a lot of kind of funny, and a okay. lot of the people they bring on are like, you know, thirties and forties. Like, it's but not they like if... games designers and stuff. Uh, not necessarily. Like a lot okay. of just media, like journalism folk and stuff. So people like more on the journalism end of things. But obviously, we don't know how that's going to evolve in ten years. Whether like a bunch of streamers are still going to be forty and streaming. Like, oh, fucking, we don't know. They are. I saw a great thing. Uh the other day it was like i think it was like ninja or something like that and it's like ninja is tired oh it's yeah, like, yeah. why don't you just take a day off then <laughs> of all the people who could take a day off when they want to it's surely it's the guy who publicly got paid 50 million dollars to sit on his ass yeah he got paid 50 million dollars to be exclusive to mixer for like three months before it shut down and they got paid like another 20 million to come back it's great Oh, fucking hell. And it's like, it's like oh, I'm really tired. I want time off. And it's like, it will take a fucking day off then, mate. It's, like, it's the most first of first world problems, isn't it? It is. Oh, God. I'm a multi-millionaire and I'm a little bit tired. It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, did you see as well that he's like, oh, I'm not responsible for teaching your kids anything? Okay, yeah. I I saw that. And that's something I, I, I'm really... I, I don't know how to feel about it. Because he's, he's absolutely cor- correct. Like, uh, so uh, do you want to just yeah. clarify what is he said? Uh, I, I mean, we can try and like bring something up if you want. Get a direct quote from the man himself. To clarify, um, ninja teaching kids is not what I want to be searching for. You do. Get it in your search results, mate. Do it. Oh God, no. My my phone. Uh, My soundproofing nearly fell over then. I was scared. So we're delving into the internet already, guys. Oh, it's done it. Um, Go on. uh, Do you have a direct quote? I don't have a direct quote. Search oh, it's, like, it's just coming up with things about actual ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Teaching the kids about ninjas. That sounds like a great school day. Uh, I want to know that. Is. I want to download that lesson plan and go through it on the channel. 
Today we're going to teach people about sick ninjas. Oh, is this it? He has a gaming message for parents. Does it? Okay, go on. Um, give me some. Give me some choice quotes. Give me them spicy quotes. Oh God. Oh, is it? Is it long? Uh, it's just one of those things that this is the whole interview. Ah, okay then. Um, just Control F, John. Ah, here we go. Got here it. Got we go. I found a different one. You found this one that's just video the choice quote. And it's a uh, ninja argues it's not my job to educate kids who makes racist and sexist comments. Um, well, that's to be fair. Yeah, like guy who says yeah. n word very publicly probably shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, probably not. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? It's like it's not my job to teach your kids saying the n word is wrong. He's right. It is not his job. To, so I'll, um, I'll skip straight to the bit that is yeah. about uh, the parenting. There we go. It's go for it. He added, but it all comes down to parenting. You want to know who your kid is? Listen to them while he's playing video games when he thinks you're not. Here's another thing. How does the kid know he has white privilege as a parent? Never teach him or don't talk about racism. Um, If they're gaming and the first interaction with racism is one of their friends saying the N-word and they have no idea what it is. I like how he does... I like how he says one of their friends and not one of his videos. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) what if it was on my stream? Is it my job to have this conversation with the kid? It's your no, job not to fucking say it. <laughs> it is his job not to say it. Uh, he goes on, no, because the first thing that's going on in my head is the kid is doing this on purpose to troll me. If someone says a racial slur on someone else's stream, it can potentially get that streamer banned. It's awful, but that's the first thing I think of. He's on bottom line. Yeah, basically. And yeah. to be fair, like I'm pretty sure he is correct in saying if someone in your chat is going off on a racist comment or racist rant or whatever... And you don't do anything about it. You can yourself get banned. Yeah. And so, it's this... yeah, your first priority as someone who's trying to, you know, maintain yourself on Twitch is to go, fuck, get that out. Like, yeah. And it, that, that, he's right in that sense, but it does come across really poorly, the way that he's, like, uh, at least been quoted. Over yeah, and he's, just his way of, look, it's not my responsibility. And it's, it's not. Like, um, and he has another point. It is on the, the parents to teach their kids, like, responsible internet usage. But I'd argue that while it is not um, his job to do mm-hmm. that, he does have a moral obligation as a figure who is important in the lives of children, or he's just known on the internet. And yeah. I'm reminded a lot of George Reeves. George Reeves, the original actor who played Superman way, way back in the day. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So he was he played Superman at the 1950s TV show, okay. and he had a similar thing where like uh, when he was playing Superman, it's like you're playing Superman, you're a literal superhero to children, yeah. <laughs> and he was confronted um, like by the reality of I am now Superman to a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not my job to teach those kids like you know right on wrong or like you know because um, like, I think he like he womanized because obviously he's a fucking TV show movie star. But he made the decision that uh, I'm going to stop drinking, smoking, and womanizing in public because oh, I want okay. to set a good example. No one told him he had to do that, but he felt like he had a moral responsibility and obligation to the kids that he was now a um, like role model to. Yeah, because, to, like, to live a life yeah. because if they're going to emulate him, exactly. Because if somebody now, like a kid now, sees you know um, Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans on the street yeah. in public. They're not going to go, oh, look, it's that actor that played Iron Man. They're going to go, holy shit, that's Iron Man. Yeah, to a kid, yeah. And exactly, you see it yeah. all the time with those actors where like, they have no like, official obligation to be nice guys. 
Exactly, yeah. But uh, most of them, like, do, and they do go to, like, events and things like that, and they'll go, to, like, do the Make-A-Wish thing and that, because they feel a moral obligation that, you know, a lot of kids look up to us. We should probably, like, you know, take, like, pay a lot of them. Uh, which I think Just take I think a bit of responsibility, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really? Be a good role model. Uh, yeah, he doesn't, have an ob- uh, he doesn't have any official obligation, but he does have, like, a moral one. Mm-hmm. It's that thing, which, same thing with like Ninja saying, well, it's not my job to teach your kids right from wrong. It's like, but you are a, a figure in their lives and you're a role model to millions of them. Yeah, so anything that he does on stream is then reflected back upon those children watching. Because yeah. again, he really does um, have like a kid-friendly attitude on stream, apparently. like He markets his channel towards younger viewers as well as older viewers. Yeah, and it's the thing of you've got like millions of impressionable people watching your content. I'd argue you do have a moral obligation to, at the very least, to just not be racist. Yeah. It's <laughs> the very minimum you could do. I mean, even like us two on our smaller platforms compared to someone like Ninja, like my platform is way smaller than yours and yours smaller than Ninja's. And we both try our best to at least spread a decent message. Yeah. And like, even if that message is like, fuck racist. Because we had that. Yeah. Um, the other day, I was reminded of it because uh, uh, someone tweeted at me um, like, about the Discord. I don't know why I was reminded, but I went, I delved oh, into yeah. Yeah. Uh, my old emails and I was like searching for Discord. And do you remember when the the fact being Discord like was made and then immediately just dis- like just got rid of because it was full of racists? See, I don't actually remember it. I remember you telling me about it because okay. I wasn't even part of Fat Fiend at the time. You weren't, no. But like you remember, like, you know, the aftermath and like since I do, yeah. then. And uh, I'm just going to go track down one of the emails that I got, because it's one that I actually forgot about. <laughs> because um, there were two emails I got immediately following that, um, asking about, oh, well, if I make you a Discord, would you, like, join it? Yeah. And we have the first one here. as a guy emailed. And for context, this guy, even though I told everybody I don't want a Discord, went right ahead and made one. So immediately, you're off to the wrong foot there, right? I know you don't want this thing, but I'm going to assume that you do and act Mm -hmm. as if you do. So he made a Discord. um, He made all the channels. He made roles for me and Brad and then emailed me um, uh, telling me about it and saying, oh, do you want to join? And the thing he did is, um, I will will list of implementations I am planning on adding or have already added to the Discord below. Most are pretty basic and common among most decent Discords. But a few will be required if you wish to start a Discord for a community as large as yours. Currents. And then here's this people on Lucas. Moderation roles, specifically to allow for monitoring channels for spam, racism, etc. It's like, okay, cool, yeah, you need mods. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Second one. So he's number two with a bullet. The, app, like, the thing he th- deems as being just below moderation in terms of importance is a not safe for work channel parentheses for those people that just have to be racist it will be there for people who consent to seeing or posting that content question mark and lucas discuss holy fucking shit like when you're just reasoning around racism isn't fuck off and leave me alone like Mm -hmm. you should go and think about your life and your decisions when your when your decision is Let's just make a safe space for them. Yeah. Like, fuck Let's it. Just, I like how he words it for people who just have to be racist. For have to be racist. And I for have some... to be. And the best thing is, I remember, like, because I was reading through that email exchange, and when I said no, the guy was like, oh, can you give me a reason why? It's like, do you really need to be told why I don't want? Because he made this without my, uh, my 
input at all. And yeah, he'd already yeah. called it the official Fact Fiend Discord and put the Fact Fiend logo on it. Oh, and he hell. couldn't understand why I did not want there to be a... For people to be able to take a screenshot of my branding saying official Fact Fiend Discord and then underneath it, a, a space that says for racism. <laughs> I didn't get why I didn't want that. It's like, oh yeah, here's the racist section. It's like, yeah. right there for you. Right there. And I, I, you know what? Let's put my name right next to it. Yeah, just whack fact feed. Right there. Just Official. Put it, put, put it. Just like, let's skip around all the bullshit. Just name it the Fat Fiend Racist Group. Yeah, exactly. Like, and there we go. Just do it. And he was genuinely confused about why I didn't want that. And then we had the other one, and uh, this is this is email from a different guy, and it was, I'm wondering if I will be able to set up a Discord server with strict moderation, so you use the word strict, mm. towards racist posts, such as memes and messages and other sorts of issues. This would be done by the appointment of a moderation staff and admin team. Okay, so so far so good. Okay, yeah. Who would make sure everything is appropriate through the actions of a four-step policy, which would involve step one, a two-day ban on the first offence. Two, a one-week ban on the second offence. Three, a one-month ban for the third offence. And finally, four, a permanent ban from the server uh, <laughs> on the fourth and final offence. And Lucas, again, discuss. Uh, not only are they not adhering to the three-strike rule... Yeah, three it's strikes like, you're out. They're not even doing that. They give you an extra strike on top of that. Just like the pity strike, and it's oh god. And the thing I, I I've seen some people discuss, and I think it might have been on that post was you don't need to be warning people because at the end of the day, you've got the rules there. The rules are the warning. Yeah, like if you say racists will be fucking banned. That's the rule, that's the warning. Like, if but, you don't adhere to that, fuck off. But keep in mind as well, this is another person who contacted me out of the blue after I said I don't want a Discord because it got full of racists immediately and his solution to that was, well, what about if we give him four warnings? Only four. And again, that's one of those, what I was reading through that email exchange when I was like, I don't really fancy um, exposing myself or volunteer moderators to that kind of stuff on a daily basis. I also don't like the idea that you think they should be given four chances. And again, he was like, oh, okay then. Well, that's normally how it works on other discords. Like, well, I don't want one there. No. And oh, again. Oh, my fucking God. I'm is like, that... <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm willing to have a discussion with people about certain things and try and educate people. But when it's you're coming in to say racist shit, just fuck off. Like, get yeah. out. I don't care. Like, you if you have a bad mindset about something that's not so serious, like, if you disagree with me on, I don't know, fucking something subjective like a work of art, we can yeah. have a discussion. The if it's racism, it, yeah. if it's human rights, fuck off. There's like, no room for argument there, is there? There isn't. And that's the there beautiful really thing of, like, um, it's really easy to say that if you're not a penis. <laughs> it's just really easy to say, like, you know, people deserve to exist. Yep. And, like, not have their, like, um, existence questioned. and But then it's like, well, it's not my responsibility to teach kids that. It's like, really? It's like, you all, all, the, all you have to do every now and then is be racist, remind people, don't be racist. Like, yeah. human rights, uh, you know, should be a thing. It's like that great post from the guy who's like, oh, I've managed to win, like, 15 games of Rainbow Six Siege in a row. Um, because what I do is at the start of every match, go, let's have a good game, guys, and remember, don't be racist. And three people on the opposite team, guaranteed each time, will type the N-word into chat, which on Rainbow Six Siege gets you immediately kicked from the game and banned for like a day. 
and then the other teammates just like immediately quit out because like they're playing like for six v two, and it's like, do I f- should I feel bad? It's like, no, you're doing God's work right there, mate. Yeah. Oh God, it's like, um, was it last week when we discussed like the woman finding people on Bumble to turn them into the FBI? It's like, That's should I feel bad? It's like, no, no, don't feel bad about it. fuck them. The most literal of all honeypots yeah. doing it on Bumble. Like, the thing is, that's my favourite Bumble story. Or it, it is, but like, it's replaced my other favourite Bumble story, which is actress Sharon Stone getting banned off it. <laughs> like, she got banned off of Bumble because people kept reporting her account as fake. And she's like, it's not fake, I just want to get laid. Let me back into the hive. And she's posting on Twitter, let me go on Bumble. Oh, God. Imagine that, like, a, a dating app interfering and being like, no, you don't get sex. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. you know, for a while, oh God, Zac Efron was on one, and he and he said he never got dates. Oh, because really? Because no, everyone always reported it as a false account. Yeah. So like, you imagine, go like, on, it's like, oh, hi, my name's Zac, I'm 30-something years old, here's a couple of pictures of me. And it's Zac Efron. It's like, Zac Efron. That's definitely not him, so he said no one swipe right and no one talked to him. <laughs> and that's got to be good in that. immediately pres- like, presume you're getting catfished? It's just like... Why does Zac Efron need help getting a date? And he's like, I just go on Tinder and no one answered me. So it happened to Adele. Adele yeah. was on, like, I think, uh, like Tinder or Plenty of Fish or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And just, she couldn't get a date because no one believed it was her. Oh, God, that's harsh. It's rough, ain't it? Yeah. Like, to be at that level of fame where everybody knows who you are, but you still can't get people to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Which <laughs> was great, though. Just Zac Efron on Tinder. You think he'd clean up? You, he did you awful. You think he'd clean up? Like... That's the thing, isn't it? Of unless he can walk into the like bar or whatever, and you see that that is Zac Efron. Like at that point, he cleans up. Mm-hmm. But when it's oh, it could be anybody catfishing you online. It's oh, well, Zac Efron doesn't need a date inside to find women. Yeah. So do you see? So he's like um, the person he's dating at the moment is just like uh, he's a waitress. He just bumped oh, into right, our yeah. filming a movie, and he just kept going in because he was really nervous. It's like, wow, Zac Efron nervous about talking to a girl. Fucking hell. And I, I love stories like that because it does really like humanise them. Um, yeah. Like celebrities being the them in this scenario. But I always find it just horrendously bad when people are like, how dare this celebrity be with like a normal looking person? It's like, you don't deserve this person. I think it you was don't. like not long ago with Keanu Reeves, was it? Yeah, he's just dating some some lady. He was like, thing is though, Keanu Reeves is fifty odd. Yeah, and he's dating someone around his age, but because he's not dating someone like 20, 30 years younger than he is, people roasted his missus. It's like fucking yeah. hell. Like Keanu Reeves is fifty and he's happy. Yeah, leave him alone. So like they're just in a a nice happy relationship. Let them be. And so people people like, can't handle you it. You don't deserve Keanu. He'd be better with me. It's well, like, okay. That's the one, Luke. We can mention that the Keanu Reeves. You mentioned it, so we need to talk about Sigma males. We need to do it. Because, <laughs> oh, like, no. I've I, I've been obsessed with that image I make, then. The one. Yeah. The, so uh, can we, can we, we can track that down now, because, like, holy shit, that, that was, like, an entire, like, hour of the last stream we did. It was, and just the levels of, like, male significance or something, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, if people don't know, there is, like, this very strange and very sad um, uh, just theory that weird men on the internet ascribe to, that there are such things as alpha male... And we got to talking about this because for some reason, um, when you Google, like, the five male archetypes, like an image I have in front of me right now, um, yes. the alpha male looks exactly like me. It really does, yeah. It's yeah. like a little cartoon drawing of just 
like basically Carl in a green screen t-shirt. It's even got the green screen t-shirt on yeah. there, like you know, floppy, long floppy brown hair. And it says here, Alpha, the self-assured leader of men whose swagger and aloofness makes him very successful with women. And I'd say, like, you know, swagger and aloofness does describe me to a degree, but I also respect women. <laughs> and that's what I don't get about this. But then you have the existence of the Sigma, which is the new type of male that you get. The lone wolf antithesis of the Alpha defies placement in the social hierarchy and yet is successful with women. And that led to, uh, like, a friend Charlie posting that picture of what is the Sigma male. And it's a picture of Keanu Reeves. And it's like, oh, this is how you become, like, you know, the the Sigma male. Like, the, yeah. the thing beyond the Alpha. And the weird part is Keanu Reeves is in a happy, committed relationship. And by all accounts, is, like, one of the friendliest, nicest, and most just wholesome men. Yeah, to exactly, me. yeah. Like, he like doesn't... He... He's really nice to like fans that he meets apparently, and he gives to charity. And as you say, he's in like a happy relationship, and it's just like the complete opposite of what this perfect Sigma male is. And then yeah. they're like, "Yeah, Keanu Reeves, you want to be Keanu?" But that's what my friend pointed out. Our friend for Charlie pointed out. Well, actually, it's not Keanu Reeves. It's actually a picture of John Wick, which is even stupider because <laughs> like John Wick is a character defined by the fact he loves his wife so much he's just depressed when she dies. That to me doesn't sound like a lone wolf. A man who loves his wife and his dog. Is yeah. Like, okay. A yeah. man who is obsessed with a singular woman and has no desire to date anybody else because he's just so obsessed with the memory of his dead wife. It's like, yeah. is that really the kind of man you want to emulate? Oh, dear. We well, should be, actually, yeah, because John Wick, like, with the exception of all the people that he murders, he seems to be a very nice man in regards to relationships. It seems like he, he was a nice family man that now decides, I don't have a family, let's go on a murderous fucking rampage. Yeah, because his family's dead. Yeah. But it's just weird, like, why would... Because you know when they think that, like, they think, like, they're the cool man in the suit who gets all the chicks and doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. The like, James well, Bond type. The yeah. That's what they, they should have used a picture of James Bond, because James Bond yeah. does not respect women. But why no. Keanu Reeves and why John Wick? I don't know, and it's really weird because like I was listening to another podcast while, mm-hmm. like last week or whatever, and they were saying how, uh, especially going back to the early books like Casino Royale, like James Bond is just a misogynistic prick. Like he refers uh, to women as bitch. Oh yeah, he's a bell end. Uh, yeah. And there is like um, a fact feed article we've got where we talk about the fact that James Bond hates tea, and you find out he hates tea because he yells at a secretary. Oh fucking hell. Yeah, so James Bond in the original novels is the kind of guy who yells at a secretary. Which doesn't make you sound like a very nice dude, does it? And then you have all those, like, you have all those screenshots, because this is something uh, my missus has mentioned a couple times. Like, Sean Connery Bond should not have been able to get away with half the stuff he does. Like, you have that um, great shot in one of the movies where a woman's in a bath and he walks in and she goes, "Can can you pass me some clothes to get dressed? And he passes her a single pair of high heels. And it's like, oh man, what a baller move that is. Like, but Sean Connery would not get away with that. No, no. Joe Wood, though, Piers Brosnan. Piers Brosnan, <laughs> James Bond will get away with that. <laughs> that is I don't the, get. the weird thing, isn't it? Of like, um, the older Bonds were all like quite old men. Yeah, they were like 40 year old men with a, like, with Sean Connery's case, a very obvious wig, because Sean Connery wore a wig for every James <laughs> Bond movie. And then it's like, oh yeah, they they get all of the hottest women in everywhere in the world that they go to. It's like, I, mm, I know that he's got a lot of like charm and swagger, but there's only so far that can get you. Yeah, but like, that's why I think Piers Brosnan is probably the best Bond because I can believe that Piers Brosnan could fuck anyone he wanted to. 
Especially Probably, like yeah. James Back Bond. Back in the day when Bosnick. he was James Bond, yeah. Like, he could definitely do that. And that's why like um, I think Daniel Craig doesn't work as suave Bond. No. He, he works more as um, like the the action-packed Jason Bourne-style character. Yeah, he doesn't really rather work. Rather than, like, the, the scenes where he's the, the charming Bond character don't come off that well. Yeah, he's, he's not that great at that, and that's why I like um, all the theories, like, yeah, make Idris Elba. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make Idris Elba Bond, because I can believe that he'd be, like, you know, a suave, um, handsome James Bond, like he was back, oh, he's, like he's supposed to be. So yeah, I was watching and that... um, the, there's the American office where he's, like, in the Yes, I was about episode, to say. And he's just, like completely irresistible to all women he's just sat there like i know i have this effect on women <laughs> i'm aware of the effect yeah. i have on women that's <laughs> like oh man, i want that version of james bond i want i want cool james bond yeah and just cool without needing to try well that's the idea of cool isn't it it's effortlessly it is, cool yeah. and um as much as i don't think uh, daniel craig bond is he embodies that i do like those little character moments he put in also, Luke, I appreciate that you're changing the colour like every, every five now and minutes. Then. Yeah, every now and then. Like, Johnny jumps onto the back of the train. It's like, duh, duh, duh. He's like, does his little, he does his cuffs. Yeah, like, like, oh, like that. Yeah, I, I appreciate fucking, that. I want more of that, though. I don't like the grounded Jays Bond. Uh, no, I, I grew up watching, obviously, the Pierce Brosnan ones because 90s kid over here. And uh, yeah, just all the stupid things where he's got like all his gadgets in his car and stuff like that. That's the James Bond I like. And then you go back to the older ones, and what's the gadget you've got? It's a shoe with a knife in it. Like that is just the the best tech I've ever seen. Just shoe with knife. It's like, it's like oh, double oh seven. What have you got? Well, oh, they gave me a laser watch. What have you got? A fucking knife in my shoe. Yeah, you think I'm gonna kick you? But actually, I'm gonna stab. It's the, the <laughs> ultimate. No one can. No one suspects the stab kick. Oh god. It's just a, a shoe with a fucking knife in it. I love that. But, like, um, can you really call that a gadget? It is. Okay. You know, you won't expect it. No, he's just got like the assassin's blade. Oh man, but like something. Speaking of, you mentioned um, Jason Bourne. I rewatched the Jason Bourne movies. I remember them being quite oh, right. good. Yeah. And something that I noticed about them is um, the Jason Bourne movies exist. Or the series exists in a very strange period of time because when they first came out, mm. uh, they were coming out before the Marvel movies like really took off. Yeah. And yeah. I think the Marvel movies they set this trend of every actor. Oh, every male actor needs to have abs. Like oh, Joe right, yeah, yeah. And every movie, like action movie at least, has to have that one shot of the hero with their shirt off to see how ripped they got. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm watching the first Jason Bourne movie, and Matt Damon's very clear he's in shape. He's in like, shape, he, but he's like quite a slim man. Yeah, Yeah, like he's not like Captain America. No. And then it's really weird, the more you watch them, like I think they did the reboot with like Jeremy Renner, and then they brought Matt Damon back, because no mm. one liked that reboot. Yeah. And in that, Matt Damon is buffer than he was in the original one. And I'm just thinking, I wonder how annoyed he was about that. Mm, yeah. I'm wondering how annoyed he was that he had to then go and get a fucking six-pack yeah. when he's like, in, like nearly like in his mid-40s or something like that, something when he didn't like have to that, when he was yeah. 30. Oh, God. Yeah. So I do appreciate, though, that the you know whoever it is like marvel or whatever are going look we'll give you six months and just all these personal trainers and dietitians so that you can look fucking amazing when you're 40 years old yeah it's like, like that uh, must feel amazing it must it's like um halle berry for john wick uh three she got abs for that in her 50s fucking hell yeah and then you got like the big show who's like nearing 50 and is a wrestler and you got it's like man why is everyone getting abs 
<laughs> how, how do you... It's, oh, it's almost like the Big millionaires. Show get abs? You got abs, yeah. What? The Big Show got abs. It's like, that's terrifying. Uh, just Google Big Show abs. Oh, my God. I think as well, he's like six foot eight and weighs like 300 pounds. Yeah, because Big Show was always like, he, not like too defined muscularly. He's just a massive, massive. fucking dude. Big Show abs. Yeah, he got fucking ripped. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrifying fucking hell it's scary isn't it that is scary that is a scary looking man right there he's so happy as well he looks so happy that he's in shape i like the pictures as well when it's um a comparison of what he was like back in the day on wwe where he's just the giant like just like muscular but fat man yeah he's like barrel chested yeah yeah typical example of that and then it's like oh look 20 years later he's ripped the shit that's what i want to know like I would love to see what actors think about that, especially yeah. actors who've like been around long enough to see this trend happen. Because mm. yeah, that's one of the jokes I've seen about like I want Idris Elba to be Bond because I want to see a fifty-year-old man have to learn how to do parkour. <laughs> because like, obviously Idris Elba doesn't want to learn to do parkour, but they'd make him do it if he became James Bond. Or they just use really fucking bad stunt doubles. Oh man! Like it would be an egregious amount. Oh, man. I was watching that today. Um, I think Terminator 2 is the one where they get a stunt actor in who's a different race. What? what so there's a scene in Terminator 2 where like, Arnold, Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator like kills somebody. And when he throws him through a window, it's like the guy's a black guy. When he throws him in, it's like a white stunt actor. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's like, wow, the Terminator hit him so hard, he changed race. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh, that just reminds me of um, Scott Pilgrim where it's like, you punched the highlights out of her hair. That'd be terrifying. That'd be great though for like when you go into the like the barbers. <laughs> like just getting punched so hard it changes your haircut. Oh god, it's great. Oh man. That movie's awesome. incredible. It is really good. Like, yeah. I'd say it gets better every time I watch it because the more like now it's like holy shit the amount of actors that are in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And then the and little jokes that I missed. The the jokes and the references are just Edgar Wright all over. The one that got me is the speaking like Chris Evans, Lucas Lee. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the joke that I didn't get, but then got on a site a third or fourth watching, is that he wears the same leather jacket in all the fake movie posters. Yeah. So, like, every fake movie poster is him doing the same pose wearing the same leather jacket. It's like yeah. that's incredible. I want to see Chris <laughs> Evans do that. Oh god, have you heard that? Like, there's all this stuff about. Oh, is Chris Evans signing a new contract to be in the MCU again? And he just went down. <laughs> he, just tweet, he just tweeted out now. Oh, did he actually tweet yeah, out that? Oh, he, just okay. tweet, he just tweeted out without any sort of prompting. Um, it's news to me, fellas, or something like that. <laughs> I, I just love it, though, because everybody going, oh, but that, that's not right. Like, that would ruin the character moment that he had in, end, in Endgame. It's like, but they've established that this is just a crazy Marvel universe now. Like, you can have... Captain America come in from a different timeline. Like, it doesn't have to be that Captain America. Yeah. If they did bring it back, he could just be a different fucking version. Just keep bring him back, but bring him back as an old man. Then give him the outfit. <laughs> Do it. Oh. So it's still, it's still what I don't like watching that scene anymore because when someone pointed out when Chris Evans is old, he looks like Joe Biden. <laughs> he does a bit. He yeah. looks really like him. It's like it makes I don't like that scene anymore. It's like I can't take it seriously. Because I've seen a few shots of um, people comparing Biden to like just that image when he's you know comes back to see Falcon and he's on the bench and he's on the bench and it's just like yeah he does look a little bit by Biden. Oh, oh. god! 
So, anything you've watched recently then? Because there's a bunch of stuff that I've been watching over the last couple of days. And, uh, like... You know, like, literally the only time I've been watching anything at the moment has been One Piece. Oh, okay. There's not so much just to say a, about a that. gradual continuation of that, and we're on, like, episode 500 and something out of a thousand, so... So, there's not much to say. You're only halfway through it, so give it another three years <laughs> and maybe we can do a One Piece thing. Okay, so something I've watched is... Um, it's on Netflix. It just came out, and it's called blown away have you seen it at all that's prob- the glass making show on yes Netflix, it is right? yeah and you might, you might be thinking carl why did you watch a glass blowing show the reason i watched a glass blowing show is because i clicked an episode like of the first season like, i want to mm. say a year ago now yeah um just out of curiosity and the first episode is like oh here's what glass blowing is mm-hmm. i was like oh well that's good i don't know anything about glass blowing they, they walk you through the equipment yeah and there is a specific piece of glass blowing equipment and it is a giant furnace with a gap in the front that you put um the molten glass into or the glass to make it molten yeah uh, do you want to guess what that's called i can't remember the name but i remember it being like a little bit funny you know yeah it's called a glory hole that's the one yeah, yeah so i just had that and i just lost it because I was there, like, just day drinking, like, watching some crap on TV, and that came on, I'm laughing. And keep in mind, it's about glass blowing. So it's like, oh, we've got some great blowers on today. Yeah. Um, what, these blowers, though, it's like the work they do around the glory hole is really going to decide who's the best blower here. <laughs> and I'm just, like, fucking creasing. <laughs> and season two comes on, I'm fucking watching it. It's great. I need oh, to see this. Dear God. Like, and I'd recommend watching it just to have that. Of just giggling every time they mention the glory hole because they know it's bad because they actually say at the start of every episode of the warning you get. Oh, yeah. It's put as PG because it has sexual references. And I watched an episode, <laughs> there's no sex reference in it except for the word glory hole. Oh, God. Because I remember watching, yeah, like the first episode or two because our friends just turned around and went, oh, there's this like, glass blowing show in it. Mm. He's really cool because of what people make in it. And I was like, yeah. all right, yeah, I'm always interested in that kind of stuff. And then. We were watching it and yeah, just all sitting there like giggling away to ourselves. Like, every single time. I, every time. And it made me laugh every time. So like, it's worth watching. But that reminds me of another show that I recommend. And it is called, uh, I think it's like American Barbecue Showdown or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. There's a it's lot a, of those type of shows on Netflix. Yeah, There is. I forget the exact name for it, but it's like Barbecue Showdown or something to that effect. Because similarly, <laughs> there is... Something like, because they're just talking about, it's like, oh, there's a few things in barbecue that you need to know. And they all put the terms on screen. Like one of them is the rub. And that's the, the, rub, thing, yeah. you, the thing you put into the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like before you cook it. It's like, okay, that makes sense. It's like, like your seasoning, you, yeah. You need your rub. And then there's an episode of that show. Uh, it's like, cause what they do is like, here's a piece of meat that you need to cook. Oh, so they just give you like, oh, here's a rump or whatever. Yeah, right. Here's some steak. Here's like, we need you to make sausages this week. Here's like some chickens. And so for one okay, episode, yeah. it's like, uh, we want you to cook pork butt. <laughs> It's like, yeah. So I'm just watching this episode again, day drinking. It's like, yeah, yeah. so what kind of rub would you use on that butt? I don't know. You need you need a strong rub for the butt. Because <laughs> like, the butt is really tough, but yeah. um, like, you want the juices to come out of the butt. Because obviously they don't think it's funny because it's their job. And I'm fucking howling with every single time they mention putting a rub on the butt. It's always that thing, isn't it, of when you're um, in a job and any word like that that's a bit silly, you know there's all those people coming up and giggling, but... After you, you hear it for, like, the 50th time, you're yeah, just you don't like, find yeah, whatever. It just glosses over. But I just, I, it's so funny because so much of it is just about meat. <laughs> and it's like, oh, there's nobody can handle this meat the way I can. You're like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I am the master rubber of all meat. It's like, yeah. Okay, yeah. 
It's like, oh, it's a special rub. I've been rubbing this. I've been rubbing down this butt all day. It's like, yeah, <laughs> so fucking good. But that's because I saw that and I thought, Lucas, we never talked about Doomsday Preppers. Oh, on yeah, Doomsday Preppers. We never talked about it on the podcast. Oh. And you went back oh. and watched it. Do you want to just clarify for you what Doomsday Preppers is? Uh, so Doomsday Preppers it is what, like, you know, what it sounds like. It's a bunch of um, people in a. Like, it's a documentary where they go around a bunch of different families and mm-hmm. see how they've prepared for whatever doomsday they think is coming. And the show, I think it's safe to say, is just phenomenal. It's fucking fantastic. Because the people on it are exactly the level of delusional you would expect, where oh, yeah. they are sat there fully anticipating the end of the world. But what's not just the end of the world, an incredibly specific end of the world that they believe everybody else is an idiot for not believing also. Yeah, and that's the thing that always gets me, is it's not what I thought it would be. If It's just a bunch of people where they've all gone, right, I've got a bunker or a fucking castle or some shit, and all I've done is filled it with, like, guns and cans. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought every single one would be. And it's no, oh, what, well, what do you think's going to happen? Well, I've preferred specifically for like the economic downturn of the country or i've prepared for um all electrical equipment to be useless and they go and they only prepare for this one specific scenario and they yeah. ignore every um uh, like bit of information that would contradict them or suggest that maybe something else would happen exactly and yeah. it's not just a widespread i'm going to prepare for any doomsday i'm going to prepare for one single possibility and that's the oh, and I am dead certain this is going to happen within my lifetime, <laughs> yeah. and I don't care who I have to alienate or what I have to do to like prepare for it. Yeah, and I don't so care mu- what I have to put my family through, fuck them. And so much of the show is just people rubbing their knees, at, like just masturbating in their head at the idea of being able to shoot somebody consequence free. Oh yeah, like the amount of people who are like yeah, like do you, do you manage to watch the one where it is they go into a missile silo? Um, no, I don't think I watched that one yet. It's where he goes into a missile silo and he sets up a flamethrower and he's like, this will stop people breaking in. It's like, but they're already inside the building by the time this goes <laughs> off. Wouldn't it be better to just like get a heavier door and put yeah. a keypad on it that only you know? No, no, I need to burn people alive and then shoot them. It's like, <laughs> well, there was one which I didn't think was going to go that way where it was the woman who moved her family up to a place <laughs> like 3,000 metres above sea level because she got a dream yes. that told her to go there and she uprooted her entire family, spent all of their savings on moving to this giant mansion on top of a mountain. Because she was, was told like, in a dream. Yeah, because she was told in a dream that the world would be flooded or some shit. And I thought, you know what, at least they're not trying to murder everyone. And then 30 seconds later, they pulled the scene out where they're teaching their 13-year-old son how to shoot things. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I told you it's like the woman who's um, descended from like the Hatfields or the McCoys, like this oh, long-standing yeah. feud in America. And she just builds a trebuchet that throws ninja stars. And it's, it's fucking like, awful. Yeah, they it don't work. And she's just looking at going, this will stop somebody. It's like, just like, yeah, build a when, fence. When we've, uh, when we've decided to make some improvements, this will kill everyone. It's like, how many improvements have you got to make? Just build a fence or not appear in a TV show where people can see where you live. Yeah, that's the real weird thing, isn't it? Because they go on this show, and obviously it's in the middle of a woods or something, but they're generally giving them a rough location yeah. of, here is where 
I've got my, like, I can't remember the word is, but the, the place they always escape to. Oh, the bug out location or whatever. The bug out location, that's it. And they always show the bug out location that they have. And it's like, oh yeah, it's in this remote part of this forest in Alaska or whatever the fuck it is. And it's across, like, there was one where the, there's like a giant bunker on a river and they show shots of like exactly where it is by this <laughs> big river. Just track it down on a map. Okay, well, you've just shown everyone where your bug out location is with all of your prepping, but okay. And sure. we know exactly how you're going to defend yourself when it's this ineffectual trebuchet that throws ninja stars. So I'm just going to walk <laughs> left. Just going to sidestep these ninja stars. I like as well, she says, oh, I'm going to do the traditional like Hatfield, like whoop whoop. So, so you're going to warn people before you throw your ninja stars? Great. <laughs> awesome. What they're going to do is they're going to tell people the charging and attack, like, they're going to do the Kame. Oh, like, would you not just move? Remember when we used to play Raging Blast back in university and we discovered that the absolute most broken OP move in Dragon Ball is moving left? <laughs> yeah. Where every single special move in that game can be dodged if you just go to the left or the right. Yeah, because it's just a, a beam that fires straight forward. Yeah. And if you're close enough to, to be hit by it, you could have just punched them to stop the move. If you're far away enough that you can't do that, just move to the left or right. Yeah. And you it's, sidestep this Kamehameha. It's like, okay. when almost every single move in Dragon Ball is a variation of a beam or a ball or some yeah. like kind of energy attack. And the only time you can ever think, well, yeah, I guess they had to get in the way is when it's going to destroy the Earth. Other yeah. times, just move out the fucking way. And it is... That's the refreshing thing to me. Of I love Dragon Ball, and I always have done uh, since I've watched it as a kid. But watching one piece where i'm like oh okay well this fight is a giant poison dragon man fighting a rubber stretchy man a candle man and a guy that can split himself into pieces and it's like you don't get any of that shit in dragon ball every fight is completely unique because they can just pair people up with different powers yeah when dragon ball is just oh it's just everyone's gonna fight and throw beams yeah and charge and again, so, I love it. I, I love watching Dragon Ball. Like, oh, yeah. Even now. It's, it's really just amazing and hype, and the animation is just incredible. It is when they do the movies, yeah. Oh, yeah, the movie. Like, the Broly movie looks oh, just so, when, so smooth. Just move left, though. It's fine. Just move left. You like, can't was, move left when Broly's exploding in every direction. You can't, no. It's just when you look at something, you go, this is such an easy way to just circumvent this. Like, all the, like going back to the preppers of... Like, here's all our endless lines of defense. It's like, so why don't I just drive from the other direction? <laughs> yeah. Like, they never anticipate someone doing that. No. It's like uh, the lady on one of the episodes, like, oh, I'm stuck in the middle of the woods. No, I'm stuck in the middle of a city. I want to escape by going on a canoe. And she doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> it's like, the road's like, going to so be chopped off. what happens when your, your canoe overturns? I don't know. I think it's I'll like when die. they ask. <laughs> I agree. It happens every single time they ask them, so what happens if something... Like, what happens if this fails? Well, it won't. Well, it might. If you yeah. believe that, like, you know, the entire like, economy can collapse and we're going to descend into, like, you know, a, like Mad Max world, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, you, man who just built um, a fence out of sticks, might not have thought this through entirely. What happens if that goes wrong? Well, it's not going to fail. Yeah, it's never going to fail. It's like the entire economy, like the entire global economy, that can fail. My fence now. <laughs> then you've got the people as well where it's like they do stuff that would legitimately kill people. Hmm. Like the guy who, like, uh, he works at a quarry and he sets up a rock slide near his house. 
to be activated when he's leaving. Slide? He sets up a rock slide, yeah, because he works in a quarry and he's just got access to tons and tons of rock. Oh, okay. So he just so he puts some, like some strategic large rocks at the top of a road near his house, and then puts like explosives or something behind. It's like, oh, a moment's notice, <laughs> I can activate and block the road off. It's like, what happens? Let's say if just a bear goes and sniffs at that, or a dog, <laughs> or like someone hiking trips yeah. or finds your explosives and then they accidentally cause a rock slide that kills someone are you going to be liable for that and it's then probably yeah i mean probably no until the point where he went on national tv and said people about it it's like, I... it's like, well oh no no that rock slide wasn't my fault we have literal evidence on netflix of you saying yeah that rock slide was built by me to kill people yeah, specifically to kill people <laughs> yeah. who try to steal my tins of beans. Mm-hmm. It's like, fucking hell. It's like, do you really care about your beans that much? God, are you really asking that question? That's fair, yeah. That's fair, yeah. I think but so. But like, they never stop to think, what happens if you're wrong? No, they don't. No, it's great. Like, what about if you're wrong and you've wasted your, like you've wasted all your time and your money and your lives? Like, well, I'm not wrong. So, what about if you are? Well, I'm not. These it, people spend an insane amount of time and money on this shit. Some of it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, what do you think you'll do? Oh, well, we're, we're saving up more money so that we can spend another hundred grand on this shit. It's like, yeah, oh we want my to build, God. We want to build an underground bunker um, outside our house. Okay. And what's that for? It's so we can survive for six months. Yeah. In the event of like a world-ending catastrophe. It's like... I'm sure if you asked your wife and your kids, like, I've got 150 grand, like, we can survive underground for six months and then leave it to Mad Max World and eat each other, or we can go on nine holidays a year for the next ten years. I know what my, I'd pick. Yeah, that's the weird thing, isn't it? Of There's a slight possibility that these hundreds of thousands of pounds that I'm saving up will be spent on keeping us alive for a few months, or you could just live your fucking life. It's like And enjoy it, yeah. I just enjoy my life. It's like, man, because... Those six months or whatever that you're going to live in that bunker are going to be fucking miserable. And oh, then you're going to come out to a world that's apparently been destroyed by whatever crisis you think is coming. Yeah, and it's always weird because it's always like old fat dudes. It's like, what are you going to do? And is there like, no. Like that guy that was like 25 or whatever living in the sewers. And just he like, was the yeah, best. I've got my pregnant girlfriend. And <laughs> my like, pregnant diabetic girlfriend crawls around in the sewers with me in case North Korea attacks. In case the entire fucking US government get taken down, I'm going to strike back. Yeah, uh, he genuinely says like they like SEAL Team Six won't stand a chance against this. Like, what fuck you stand chance are you stand? They killed Bin Laden. The fuck it, like the only thing you've ever knocked out was a wank, and I don't even think you did a good job with that one. Oh god, and it's like it, I love those ones where it's just all of his family and they're like, we don't know what to do about him. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> this is well the level of delusion. So I will save America single-handedly from the terrorists. It's like... <laughs> so if the terrorists had the ability to take down the entire US country, like, what are you going to fucking do? And that's what they always talk, and that's what's so funny about it. I'm just, I'm glad that um, you remembered some of those episodes. I remember you said you'd got to watch it. We talked about it privately, but then we never did it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about it, like, on a stream playing Smash Bros or something a little and bit. But that You was were just it. losing your shit over the woman who a ghost told us in a dream to uproot a family <laughs> that was my favorite one because every single other one was well you know i've been doing my research of facebook conspiracy theories and <laughs> basically yeah that this is gonna happen she just went 
I had a fucking dream and a ghost told me it's not okay. A ghost told me to leave my house. And the thing is, you can argue with like a, a conspiracy theorist. You can't argue with someone who a ghost told them to do it. No, you can't. You can't add any amount of logic to that. And the worst bit is as well, like, what about if the ghost was lying? Yeah. Why do people always assume that ghosts are telling the truth? Why? What if the ghost is just fucking with you? I never understood that. What What incentive does a spirit have to tell the truth? Yeah. Like, it's not like you can get them if they're lying. <laughs> so if I was a ghost, I'd fuck with people every day. I'd fuck with people all the time, yeah. Like, I'd go and tell be... everyone, oh, yeah, buy a mount- mountain on top of a fucking... Buy, buy a mansion on top of a mountain and go and take all your family there because the, the world's going to be flooded. I'd do that. Yeah. Like, just to fuck with them. Like, no one ever expects the ghost to just be lying. <laughs> and I would love to ask the person, like, to their face, that's like, do you, how do you know the ghost is telling the truth? Do you know the ghost? <laughs> it's like, no, I trust him, but how do you trust a ghost? So you clearly don't trust anybody in your life, but you trust no. this ghost. Does what that, about... Do you trust if... your family to tell you the truth? No, I trust the ghost, though. <laughs> Imagine being that person's husband. Oh God! And you're saying to your wife it's a bad idea. And she's like, yeah, but the ghost said it. It's like, are you? Who is this ghost? <laughs> the fuck are you listening to this ghost? More you listening to me? And the best part was is when they um they got there. And bear in mind, this is like a sixty-five room giant mansion <laughs> thing. That's uh, not bad. Look, oh, they had provisions stocked up. That's a sign. That means I'm right. It's like, oh, fucking. It's like confirmation bias right there. Yeah, it's just, no, rich people tend to have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, look, they had things stocked up over here. It's like, yeah, a lot of rich people tend to. Yeah, because they're rich and that's what they do. <laughs> like, rich people love, like, just saving things that they don't need just to piss off people. It's great. So, Carl. Uh, yes. There's one thing that's been going around the internet the last couple of days. Okay. When you talk about, like, rich people being, mm-hmm. you know, bellends and ruining things. Okay. Uh, have you seen the news about what's going on with the GameStop stock? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that just people memed it to make it worth more? Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know the full story, but essentially some like um, some stock investor was like, look, what you should do is uh, go invest in GameStop and they're fucking failing right now and it's an easy buy. Like, you'll make an easy bit of money out of it. Even though and GameStop was like trending said, downwards. Yeah, and Reddit went, no, fuck you. And made like Wall Street bets subreddit just decided to skyrocket the price of stocks, like, like to a ridiculous amount. I think it was like worth ten dollars per stock. They went up a about couple of days ago. I saw it at, yeah. Now it's like two seventy something. And the, the, this entire subreddit has just gone. Fuck it. We're just gonna say screw that one guy because he insulted GameStop. And just memed it to be worth more money. And I just saw that people who were short in the stocks have lost billions. Yeah, and there's like an investment company that had to get reinvested in because the subreddit fucked them over. And now people are like, oh, I guess GameStop's going to survive. People need those Funko Pops. Keep in mind as well, GameStop was that company that was during the height of the pandemic demanding that its workers came in. Because they were an essential service arguing there with that because they were floundering because yeah. they had no money left over they it's got like, told you can't operate and they went no no we can operate because we're an essential service it's like you're fucking GameStop we can buy these games digitally it's as like, well. you're not even essential anymore so of all the companies to like meme to be worth like 20 times what they were the day before they pick one that was so anti 
just not even anti-consumer, just anti-humanity. Just, just, yeah, the like people they, that fucking worked for them. There is literal video and audio evidence of them like throwing their workers into just the gears of the capitalist machine to create more profit. The thing is, though, as, as far as I'm aware, all that's going to happen is eventually when all this stock business goes it'll just drop back down to again. normal, it'll drop back down and GameStop what? will be worth nothing again. I think it's the literally to fuck over investors and probably fuck over GameStop in the long run because yeah. people will assume, oh, GameStop's becoming valuable and then hedge bets on that and then GameStop will sink into the ground again. I because presume. it's not actually worth anything now. It's um, just... <laughs> That's how you make money shorting stuff, isn't it? It's also as well, it's bordering on illegal, but is it illegal if like a million people do it? Because it is illegal to like, you know, try and influence stock prices. It is, to, yeah. Like for your I own personal gain. I don't know if it can like at this point be stopped. Because they just all they did was maybe people could should go do this and then a million people did it. Yeah. It's like, well, how'd you stop? I don't know how you stop it. Like I genuinely don't. And it's, and it's well. not, that it, not that it can't be stopped and that it shouldn't be stopped. I just don't know how you can. And as well, what I I can't wait for that to get like monetized and weaponized. Oh god, yeah. There's no fucker out. Well, there's definitely gonna be some fuckers out there like, oh god, I've seen an opportunity to make millions of dollars in well, a day. I wonder how many billionaires are trying to get in contact with the person that runs that subreddit. Yeah. To be like, oh, maybe you should plant this thing in and blah blah blah. Because imagine that, like, you basically are telling people, I literally. Um, like, like I don't even know what the word is. I think it's like for twenty times twenty is like vigintupled people's right. investment in a day. Yeah. So you've got twenty times your initial investment in less than a day. That's ridiculous. Like, there's definitely going to be someone out there that's going to pay money for that. Yeah, exactly. But it's just whether, like, whether this can happen again, whether you can abuse this system. Well, it's or only going to work. It's going to be a one-time thing. Is that the thing with Bitcoin? Where, oh, yeah. like, Bitcoin. Um, the, the general rule of thumb is I don't understand it. I had no desire to invest it because I'm not an idiot. If I don't uh, understand yeah. it, I'm not going to throw money into it. But exactly. um, you had professional football players and stuff like people like, you know, with millions of dollars, but like, no, no real um, idea of what to do with it. Asking yeah. people like, oh, should I invest in Bitcoin? It's like, if you've seen it on the news, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're seeing it on the news, don't fucking do that. Oh, God. But I did see... Um... A funny tweet, and I, I can't remember who it was by, um, mm-hmm. but it was just, oh, well, Nintendo fucking taught people how to do turnip trading, and now this happened. So. Oh, that'd be great. They've taught people how to like, manipulate that, the stock market. Like, Nintendo trained people last year how to manipulate stocks. They did. They fucking learned. The gamers yeah. have learned, Carl. Like, buy low, sell high. It's the basic <laughs> rule. But it's like, I have got no desire to dip my toe into that world. I know I really that. don't. I've got, uh, I'm completely, um, uh, what's the word now, risk averse. But I do know it was a, a friend of mine who bought Bitcoin for a joke like oh, 10 really? years ago. Oh, yeah, they God. spent like $50 buying Bitcoin as a joke. And it's like, oh, it paid for the house. Because that's the dream, isn't it? Of a small amount of money getting to an incalculable amount of profit. Of like, mm. Well, all I did was drop 20 quid on this thing. And 10 years later, it gave me 20 grand. But the problem is that, if you generally want to make a lot of money in investing and stocks and stuff, unless it's something ridiculous like this GameStop story, it generally means you need to have a lot of money to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, it's always better to do, like, you know, the, the safe thing, but just it's it's funny. It's funny, yeah. It's funny to see, like, um, 
you know, stocks are just astrology for men. Like, there's no, there's no rhyme or fucking reason to them. I don't like. No one knows how they work. And there's a um, couple of great stories about uh, just how impossible they are to predict. Where mm. um, I think it was a university somewhere. They got like five hundred dollars, and they gave it to a professional stock picker. Like one of those people, like I can pick stocks. I know what the yeah. fuck I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will get you. And like generally, they advertise as being like you know, uh, just like a point of a percent over. And the in, the average of if you just put the money into a bank account, oh uh, right, and yeah. even like that level of like I have this extra percent of thing that's like you know guaranteed, mm-hmm. and they compare or they had them competing against a fucking cat that would just pour at a um, list of stocks, <laughs> and they just invested money in what the cat said, and then invested money in what the guy like the professional said, and the cat yeah. beat him, <laughs> almost like it's fucking random and you can't bank on it. And that's the thing is, it's normally random and you can't bank on it, but just random shit like this can happen as well. Mm-hmm. Right, where yeah, people right. go, eh, fuck it, let's ruin the stock market. And I and really hope that those people that just went along with, you know, not really knowing what was going on, being told, let's buy GameStop stock, I really hope they get out before it harshly affects them because oh. this is going to turn at some point very quickly. Or if they only lose uh, money that they were able to afford. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it's not a bunch of just naive people on Reddit going, yeah, I'll pay, I'll like pay for stocks that you're telling me to and then getting fucked over for it. What's happened with Bitcoin, isn't it? People were buying it when it was like 10 grand a coin. Like, at the very height, because all they see is they see stories of it just going up and up and up and up and just assume well, it's going to keep going up. It's like, it's not. Yeah. Like, if you're there is a the... point where it's going to stop going up. And that point generally is just after you see headlines with it in. Exactly. Because if and you've got the, the idea is, to buy it. If you if you see it on, you know, day 0.5 on Reddit, like, okay, fair enough, that's worth a gamble. If you see it three days in on, like, CNN, that is not the time to go buy. Because that's like, when, it, like, a million other people might have the same idea. Yeah, that's the point where the stocks are already, like, way, way too far up the, the like, market to go, oh, yeah, I'll have a little dabble. It's like, no. Don't, don't do it. No. Don't get convinced. Just chuck your money in a bank. And just let it sit there. There's a reason like the wealthiest people on earth just let their money sit in a bank. Mm-hmm. It's a safe option. For... Oh, speaking of which, I paid my taxes this week. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, I pay, like Big Wangers Incorporated, a business mm-hmm. owned by me, as a, and it's like, you know, made as a joke, but it does exist as a co- mm-hmm. corporate entity and I have to pay taxes. I've paid more in taxes than Amazon and Apple combined. And that feels really good, Lucas. Jokes. <sighs> Amazon and Apple pay like zero dollars in taxes, or like yeah, in the UK they, they just pay... have like tax havens in other countries and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. So Big Wangers Incorporated, aka me, I've contributed literally infinity percent more to the British economy than Amazon and Apple, and I'm proud of that fact. It's similar to like um, Rockstar, isn't it? Where it's like, oh yeah, Rockstar gain a bunch of tax breaks because of a, a like I think it's like an English or UK program or whatever to help game development thrive in the country. Mm-hmm. That's designed for people who are like, you know, 12 people in a house or like in a garage somewhere developing a game. Yeah. Not fucking Rockstar Games, making the most profitable game of all time. It's like, yeah, I don't think they need a tax break. What's what you I had think we like should a... stop giving them money. They should probably pay into the system. Like they had that one in America, didn't they? It's like, oh, like... Um... We have it over here as well, because um, I because I'm a single person business, 
I'm okay. entitled to like a small business uh, like tax break or something like that. I have to fill in a form just saying, yeah, I'm a sole trader. Can I please have like, you know, some tax relief this year? So fuck, yeah, if I can sign it, I'm going to sign it. But um, you have like people like Logan Paul, Kanye West and stuff like that because they technically class as sole, like single small businesses because they own businesses yeah. that are just them, their brand, mm-hmm. essentially. And they were applying for tax breaks as well. It's like, oh, wow, great. Like, good job, Kanye. You really yeah. need that tax break. He does. We fucking does, doesn't he? Does he? Well, yeah, he's fucking broke. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's fucking broke and his wife's divorcing him. Get oh, right. I've not seen anything about Kanye in the news for a while, so I must be out of the loop on that one. The only thing in the news is that him and Kim are getting a divorce, and the really funny thing about it is the rumour about why it's being kept hush-hush is because it might be the season finale of the current season of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. <laughs> and it's just... That is so fucking depressing. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, that is the, like, level of just impact you have on your wife's life. God, that... Oh, well. I need to save the announcement of our divorce for my reality TV show finale. That's, that's <laughs> rough, in it? That's when you know you're, like, too deep in that world. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, like something like my, my girlfriend pointed out to me. It's like, oh, it's one of those things where people thought it was cute until you actually just think about the context and it was like i think kim kardashian again uh, she's mm. on a, a video thing for social media and a daughter comes in and a daughter oh. goes to kiss her but then a daughter asks have you got your makeup on mommy and she's oh. like no and she has to kiss her and then you think oh that kid can't show affection to their parent because if that must have because yeah. it must have happened to them before wasn't it of um uh, like going up to like kiss them up it's like you can't i've got makeup on it's like oh, okay thanks yeah. mom <laughs> Oh god. That, oh. that literally reminds me of um like when my my sister saw Cade, my my puppy, mm-hmm. and he like always you know, he's like little tiny miniature like dachshund and like yeah. he's a sausage dog. He's only tiny, he's like that big. <laughs> that long, he's that I'm, long, he's that I'm, long. I'm wondering how people um, are gonna be like what how big they think he's going to be. Because they're <laughs> either watching this on Twitch and like either on their phone or a computer or they're listening to it at home. Yeah, so I want to know like, how big people think Cade is. Like people is listening a, at home, like how big is Cade? Like, he's a small but long boy, is what I like, say. Describe how long he is, but using a random object in your house that you've seen him stood okay. next to. Like how uh, long is he compared to he's like about the Switch? as long as a PS5? <laughs> Fucking hell, he's not as heavy as a PS5. I he's hope. not as heavy lift, as a PS5. You want me to lift um, him up the torso? Oh god, but yeah, he always like you know tries to lick your face and jump up and show affection. And my sister was just like, oh, no, he's going to ruin my makeup. But then just went in for it anyway. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you've ruined my makeup. And I was like, well, you knew exactly what was going to happen. He's a dog. But it's, like, it's worth it. It's a puppy. It's like, yeah. Respect to anyone that just like, fuck it. Let, my, stuck let, in let my, ru- like, my makeup get ruined for this kid. Oh, man. But like, uh, just to be that deep into that world. Oh, God, that'd be horrifying. And I, like, I guess every now and then get like a really miniature form of that where I go, oh, well, you know, I'm having fun playing this game. I should I could have actually this. streamed this. I have the exact same thing as what I was going to bring up of, do you have that moment where you just sat playing games and go, well, if I stream this, people will probably watch. Yeah, I do. And then you I, think, but I, I want to relax. I want to relax. That's, that's the weird thing is I go, well, I, I'm, I'm having fun playing like Destiny 2 right now. Like, I could have been upstairs streaming this, but it's like, no, no, get out of that mindset because just because your office is like upstairs, it's still technically work. Mm-hmm. Like streaming and playing a game, it's not just relaxation mode where 
I can sit at a TV for a couple of hours in silence and not have to think about it. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to be on and talking to people and looking at chat. It's a very different feeling, but yeah, there's also that little bit of guilt in the back of your head. Like, if I, I could be making money right now. It's like, no, yeah. please stop, because that's a bad thing. You don't need it. You don't need the hassle in your life. Also, as well, I just looked. I didn't click record on this. <laughs> uh, I'm streaming, but I'm not recording, so I guess I'm going to have to like just download the, uh, the Twitch archives. You know what, Carl? I've just checked, and I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> What a great system. This is so good. Well, it works. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have this up on, like, our respective YouTube channels on either side of it. But Either side, yeah. Um, it will be a case of just this one will be downloaded from Twitch and re-uploaded to YouTube. But we'll sort the other ones out, I'm sure. Generally, we'll like, next time, honestly. like, the quality of Twitch, is it's all right. It's good enough. I do remember, though, when that happened, um, like, Joe, all the stuff with Twitch being, like, no, fuck you, don't put copyrighted content in. And then oh, you yeah. had people like, oh, yeah, we've got, like, eight years of um, content amounting to, like, 40 terabytes. Why would Twitch make us delete all this? It's like, you already answered your own question when you said you've got 40 <laughs> terabytes of footage. You didn't know you had been stored at someone else's expense. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would Twitch want us to get rid of this? Because you're not fucking paying to host it, and they are. And that's always the biggest problem with any hosting service, isn't it? Of just how can you compete with YouTube? Like... Why has nobody ever made a YouTube like? I it's laugh every time. I, I laugh every single time uh, we get someone in one of our chats or just like um, sending us messages of like, I wonder why YouTubers don't all band together and make their own version of YouTube to compete with it. It's like because it costs millions of dollars Literally, just in probably hosting like things. Not even terabytes, but like petabytes of data are getting uploaded to YouTube every day. Every single day. It was like several terabytes by per second or something like that. Something stupid, and, yeah. And the only way you'd be able to compete with YouTube is to offer what they do, which is unlimited free hosting of HD video forever. Now and 4K no, video. 4K. And it's impossible to match that because no yeah. one's got um, a war chest um, because, deep enough to okay, pay and yeah. take that hit. It's one of those things that, oh, yeah, you could turn around to people and say, well, you as a YouTuber can come join this new excellent service with much better features. But as a creator, you've got to pay $10 a month. For your own hosting. For and that'll go hosting. up every time you put like another, I don't know, like terabyte of data up, which is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, because look at um, Google Drive, for example. It's only like pound fifty, I think, for us. For 100 gig. For like 100 gig, but for every 100 gig, you've got to buy that new 100 gig every time. And obviously, that's not much money, but that's because Google subsidized that cost. They do, yes. And if they charge Whereas, you... Yeah, charging it actual price, you would be paying a hell of a lot more. And people kick off. People would be like, well, why would I go over to this service when I've got to pay for hosting? Yeah, I've got, I could pay like YouTube's free. And that's why it's going to stay the default. Yeah. Like, as much as people don't like it, it's going to be the default because no one else has enough money to compete with unlimited free hosting forever for free. <laughs> like, who the fuck's got the money to like pay for that? No one. Like, Amazon did. Amazon do. Mm. And even they were like, fucking get rid. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Like, that one of like, oh, we had to delete like 10 terabytes of um, footage from like 10 years ago we've never used or touched and forgot we had. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> fucking no wonder it's been deleted. And when, you know, how many people have been streaming for 5, 10 years on Twitch and have all had that archive of footage? And then as well, every single clip is a separate HD clip of their content. Like I'm talking, like 
it's crazy to think like the amount of storage and then to like have the gall to bitch at the company of being like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to continue to host? It's like, well, you can download it all and host it at your own space. Well, that's going to take me like three months. It'll take me three months to download it all and it costs me a fortune to store it. Mm-hmm. Is that well? Yeah. Yeah. Of course it fucking would. Oh, God. It's it not free. It's very baffling and very few things in the world as like useful as youtube or free yeah that's the thing like you, the fact that youtube is free is fucking um incredible yeah and it, it makes sense for viewers because obviously the amount of ads they put in there but as a creator the fact that that's free as well is insane yeah um because there was that new rule that came in like a while ago i remember mm. it got a lot of blowback of oh we're going to start running ads against content that uh, the creator does not yet have the ability to monetize it's oh, like, right, yeah if you're running ads against my content, I should be able to say, well, you're hosting your content on their platform that they pay all the associated costs for, and they yeah. have been doing that for 10 years. The fact you've been able to do that for 10 years and they've never charged you or asked you for a penny for it, just count your blessings. Because if you bitch about it, they'll start charging you for hosting costs. How many videos on YouTube have like 20 views? If that. Like if that. And it's just hours upon hours upon days of, upon years like of content that they are just not making money off nobody's making money off it shouldn't be on there because it's just useless shit that's taking up space but it's part of the draw of the platform is that anyone can do that exactly and that is the entire premise of the platform if they change that it's fucked completely but they could make a decent bit of money to do it like stick at any point youtube could just charge people a quid yeah if you want to if you want to upload anything in like hd for example you got to pay a quid and they get yeah. blowback to that. It's like, oh, how dare you charge us a pound to store infinite amounts of HD footage? But what? at the end of the day, like, I um, I might only get a few hundred views on my video, but I might have a chance at making that quid back. And think about the people that get millions of views on each video. Like, they could quite easily just put down $100 for every upload and just make a shit ton of money anyway. And they could, but YouTube doesn't want to do that because... And that's that's a thing that I appreciate as somebody putting content on YouTube that it is free. Like, it shouldn't be expected. It should just be, well, that's very nice of them. That's the thing is what people do expect. It's like, is there anything else you can think of that is a service like that fucking, that offers that good a deal? No. Unlimited free HD hosting of video forever for free. Yeah, and there's no cap on it either. Yeah, there's no cap. That's the thing. It's as much yeah. as you want. Mm-hmm forever and it's like that is it's an almost hilariously good deal for the user yeah it is yeah and, and then um, to see people like spitting in the face of the company it's like you really don't want to like fucking pull this tiger's tail it's a really bad idea <laughs> it is it really is when it's fucking google like don't piss them off it's like they've got a, they've got a monopoly don't mess so i had people like when that happened like oh you're not mad about it it's like the, i get unlimited free hosting i'm not gonna fucking rock that boat the thing I was a bit pissed off about is the fact that now I, um, I'm i allowed to turn off like ads at the end of my video, but every time I upload a video, it, puts it, it will on by be default. put on automatically. Yeah, I've been dealing with that for like, the last couple oh, of weeks. Oh, that's annoying. That's been a shame. It's been really, really pissing me off. I'm like, for fuck's sakes, now I've got to turn end of roll ads on. But... but I've got to make sure the video gets uploaded, processed, and then go back to edit each individual video and turn off like end roll videos yeah end and roll been, ads, sorry and that's been happening quite a lot but um i feel like lucas speaking yeah. of 
um, uh, videos. Like this is going to be uploaded. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to get too long in the tooth. We've got other stuff to do today. So I say, uh, for our chat, our respective chats, uh, we'll go yes. through and do some Q and A in like you know a minute or two. So people having like burning questions, like uh, yeah, for sure. my chat and for Lucas's chat. And if people want to go to Lucas's chat, who are in my chat, if you put exclamation point Lucas, you get a link to your Twitch stream. And I say, um, me and you just pick out a couple yeah. of questions. Yeah, sure. Our respective um, chats. Are we going to stay in like this format still? Like both yeah, online? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stay okay. in this format here. Like you can obviously, if people want to ask you stuff and um, they can do on yours or people can ask them and you pick a couple questions, I pick a couple questions. Yeah, sure. And, and obviously, um, I, don't, I don't know how you've got this set up, but I haven't got chat on my screen anywhere. So what I will be doing is like reading out the question before we answer it just so... And as well for audio listeners as well. I think yeah, I'll do the same thing. But um, while I know our respective chats, you know, get their shit together mm-hmm. and to decide if they have anything they need to ask us, any burning questions. Do you have anything you'd like to plug for the end of the podcast for the audio listeners? Uh, yes, as usual, uh, for anyone watching on video, this is like, as we mentioned, episode 65. <laughs> yeah. So this is a new plug for you guys, but yeah, an old plug for all the audio listeners out there of just... You can watch my gaming content on Twitch or YouTube at Legend of Canto. Or rewatch this video, I guess, if you're really just, interested. Yeah, keep watching this video and giving me views, I guess. Share it, yeah. And uh, for mine, it's just at Carl Smallwood on pretty much everything. Apart Except from for TikTok. Twitch, where it's Carlswood. Carlswood, and then TikTok, where it's Carl opening beers. Hell yeah. Where, it, where it's just me opening beers. And do you know my favourite bit of feedback I've gotten to that? Oh, go on, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, it, it is. Um, people sending in. So people don't know, I've got a TikTok where I just open beers. Just can't yeah. open beers. And um, I would because... say, like, go follow it. It's cool. I only don't follow you on there because I don't use TikTok. But I do yeah. see it on Instagram. It's cool. It's good videos. And, and most of the time, it's just, like, random crap that's around my house. And there is a trick to opening a beer or anything that has a, a bottle top on it. Um, with another object and once you know what the trick is it's very easy to do with virtually anything as long as it has a it fulfills a specific set of criteria and knowing that it's really weird for me to see people suggest things that are either incredibly easy and would be basically a piece of piss to do Mm -hmm. or something that would be literally impossible for example i keep getting um comments and messages of Open a beer with a single sheet of paper without folding it. <laughs> and it's, of, it's like they that, think it's some kind of magic power. It's like, obviously, I can't do that. That's impossible for anybody to do. So clearly there's a trick yeah. to it. And the trick is that the thing has to have some kind of edge that you can use as leverage. Oh, God, it'd be so easy with the fucking Shadow of the Hedgehog figure then, wouldn't it? Yeah, God, just the, the unlimited edge. <laughs> the edge. It's everywhere. But at the same time as, like, um, ones that I think were really easy that people seemingly were impressed by, like I opened it with, like, two litres of milk. Oh, right. It, like, okay. milk's, like, this giant, big, unwieldy thing. But you can open yeah. a beer with it because it's got an edge and it's really mm-hmm. easy. But then I was give people, like, oh, open it with your left toe. It's like, what? Open it with your PlayStation 4? No, I don't want to break my PS4. Clearly, it does, like, you require some force to do it. Oh, I got really... stressed out because you opened it with a Joy-Con and I was like, no, the Joy-Con's going to break. Ah, it's Nintendium, it's fine. That is true, it is made in Incendium. Uh, it, it might have drift, but at least it opens beers. That's the one. <laughs> I did see as well earlier that um, there's some some kind of action forming in the um, EU as well against Nintendo because of this drift thing. Like, There's oh, been man. a class action lawsuit gone on America, but Europeans are getting in on it now. Yes. Yeah, oh, 
Do you see as well? That's just a great piece of news that I just saw as I was like, you know, just letting people know that the stream is closing off with Q&A. <laughs> Biden has been like, oh yeah, if the UK wants to deal with America, they need to rejoin the EU. Really? Uh, well, that's the news I saw, but you know, oh, you can't always trust it. That's probably that's probably something I have to read about. Yeah. Um, in more detail, see so that that'd be a fucking power move, wouldn't it? Oh god, no. Like, hopefully, the EU. it would fucking push our asses back there. But that, that you know, our government's too like just cowardly to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And no it balls. would fuck us over just inconsequentially. Like the entire premise was. Well, we can leave the EU because we've got our own market and America. Yeah. And if America's not there, we're fucking just gone. So I saw a great one as well. It's like this article, people complain. It's like, I ordered a model car from Germany and they charged me an extra £12. This is not why I vote for Brexit. And it's like, you fucking <laughs> Anyway, Lucas, we've riffering up. But do you have any questions from your chat? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I... Oh, you've not been looking... Um, scroll, I've got scroll. like chat that no like not at the moment I'm um I obviously get less viewers than you so it seems like my chat's like pretty quiet at the moment. Okay, well someone's just asked, have I checked out the video by Spithing Brit? Uh, no, but I've had people bitching about me for it for like the past day and a half. I've uh, had a lot of is... people contact me about it and I, I like quickly glanced over like a summary of what they're saying and was like. Okay. And the thing is, the guy hasn't even discovered something new. It's just if you put a bunch of keywords that are popular on YouTube, your video will rise on recommended. It's like everyone fucking knew that. The reason people don't do it is because if YouTube finds out you're doing that and you get reported for link stuffing and spam of that nature, it yeah. fucking kills your channel. Yeah, because he um, like shared images and I've seen the images of like, here's like a post I put out and it's like a one sentence post but then just uh, just an absolute tirade of the most popular search for things on mm. YouTube to try and get everybody to be able to see that post. And it's like, yeah, it's just flubbing your views, essentially. Like, yeah, and YouTube really YouTube doesn't like crack that. down on it. Yeah. I used to work in SEO, so search engine optimization, mm -hmm. and I know about link stuff, and I know it's a thing, and I know yeah. for a fact that Google fucking hates that. Because yeah. it is artificially increasing your placement on Google search results and in just like you no, know, I guess on YouTube as well. Yeah, and it's completely they... lying to get higher on the search results. Yeah. And I know for a fact that Google cracks down hard on that sort of thing because that's the kind yeah. of shit I had to deal with. It's why I got into con like one of the reasons I've um, been in content creation so long, and why I think like you know the channel has had such good organic growth. So I've worked in SEO behind the scenes for a couple of years and saw um, the exact wrong way to grow a channel. Yeah. and grow content and get it to be um, uh, seen and searched for organically. So when I saw people talking, I was like, well, this has been known for years. It's a really bad idea. Google fucking hates it. It's going to crack down really hard if you get caught doing it. Why yeah. would I do it? It's really bizarre. People going like, oh, well, did you know that if you completely lie about everything that's in your content, you'll get more views because you can just stuff it? It's like, yeah, everyone should fucking know lots of things. But... Everybody that should know it's a thing should also know not to do it. Because it's like um, you are temporarily increasing your viewership at the expense of damaging your channel long term. And yeah. That's a really stupid fucking thing to do. So the amount of people I've seen advising me to do it and also just commenting on all the videos we've got for the last couple of weeks oh, with God. like those kind of posts. It's like you're not actually helping us with the algorithm. You're yeah. actually making you're actually making it worse for the channel. 
And as well, um, I presume that if, even if you didn't get crocked down on, it again would hurt you in the long run because all you're doing is encouraging people to subscribe that don't want to watch your content, which then means that your click-through rate is going to be awful and YouTube's going to stop suggesting your content to people. Yeah. It's the same thing about people going through videos, clicking it for 30 seconds to leave that comment and clicking off. That actually looks worse to the algorithm than not watching the video. It'd actually be better for the channel to not watch the video if you're not going to watch it all the way through. Yeah, and to clarify, like if you watch it all or the majority of a video, like liking and commenting always does help, and that's why people always ask you to do it, just like ringing the bell or bashing the bell or whatever the fuck they say now. Yeah, but, but going... yeah, like it helps, but just going in, pretending you've watched a video and clicking back out hurts people. Yeah, it actually is worse for the long run. It and is, yeah. I just don't get... It's like, yeah, I've worked in this industry for 10 years now and I've worked behind the scenes and I've seen like um, how that all works. Mm-hmm. And I've like, it's like white hat and black hat and obviously the bollocks of just, there are good ways to build... Um, your brand online and then there are the bad ways which include stuff like link stuffing or just keyword stuffing um and it's similar to when you get people that just pay for bots to subscribe to their account or follow them on twitter and stuff yeah or they'll pay to get like twenty thousand followers on instagram and you can always yeah, tell those accounts officially inflate them yeah and then those accounts where they'll post and get like four likes yeah they've got twelve thousand followers and two likes on a comment it's like okay which isn't really that valuable no, and uh, like we mentioned it previously, haven't we? Of like that person who wanted free stuff as like an influencer. It's like, okay, we'll get ten of these T-shirts sold or whatever, and they couldn't manage that with like twenty thousand followers because they didn't grow an organic audience that actually give a shit about their content. <laughs> they just presumably just bought their followers or um, keyword stuff to just get the kind of followers who were completely superficial. Mm-hmm. Oh, but any uh, stuff on your chat, mate? Uh, no, no. Like, oh, my chat's staying quiet. What's my time. chat doing? What, you need to go through, you need to ask questions from Lucas because I'm not going to read all of them. I'm not going to read like, all the questions in mine. I can always uh, hop onto yours and have a little click. Okay. Have a little look on yours as well and see if you, there's anything. I you can pick a question. It's Q&A time now. Now is the time. Now is the opportunity to do that. Oh, God. The <laughs> first one I saw as well was the same spiffing Brit thing. It's like, oh, God, I don't care. I love it. Why don't you just like create your own viewership to get like short-term gain? <laughs> it's like because that's a really bad idea. Um, is watching a video all the way through but pausing throughout as bad as watching for 30 seconds then? No, like if you watch the video regardless of whether like you've paused it or not, it still helps because if you watch it if you watch twenty minutes out of a twenty minute video, it doesn't te- matter like doesn't matter how long it took you to watch that twenty minutes. Yeah. Just just the uh, fact that you watched it eventually. Like uh, the the key thing to know is just um, there is no way to like cheat the system because it's like you know viewed by a robot. And yeah. All the robot sees is how much of the content did you watch, how much did you interact with it, and um, watching the video is just the thing that's weighted the most. So even if you go into a video like comment ring the bell all that other bollocks on that video and that is still not seen or weighted as highly by the algorithm as just watching more of the content yeah that will always be like the prime thing that people well the the bot looks for yeah um but i think it's one of those things of like the bot will look for the top priority is like view time but it will also look for how many other things you've done 
Yeah, and um, just that's why whenever you see people going through, like I'm sure you've had it, Lucas, where you'll go through and you'll see comments. It's the same person commenting on every video. Yeah. Like five minutes apart saying, oh, just helping out for the algorithm. It's like, you're actually doing worse. You're actually fucking me over by doing this. It's like if you watch every video as they come out, watch the actual video and comment every video, that's helpful. You just click on every video to leave a comment and get out. Mm. Like, don't do that, please. And then someone says, what about playing it in the background? Um, well, as far as I'm aware, YouTube doesn't watch you through your webcam, so it doesn't actually know if you watch the video yeah. physically. If you literally just open 10 tabs of 10 videos and let them all play, YouTube doesn't know that you're not actually watching it. But something that you that doesn't work is watching a video over and over again because yeah. it only counts as one view from that IP address. Because it'll keep your cookies stored on um like which videos you've already clicked on and stuff yeah like that. so that doesn't really help i think it i think it counts if you've like waited a year and watch it again but, but yeah. you can't you, it's very hard to just trick youtube as much as people think it's really easy so when you see posts like this of like oh, i can't believe youtube's not figured this out it's like well they do know about it and they will crack down hard yeah like you'll get like what maybe you'll get a a little bit of a boost from it but when like if you're especially if you're a person out there publicly saying i am doing this yeah and you're very visibly doing that i can't imagine that's gonna go well for you i can't imagine it will and it's that thing that we always talk about of just short-term profit over long term and it's like it's not worth it it's not now um let's follow along you got this lucas uh okay a little bit of a long one uh okay so, is movement in a game the most important aspect of gameplay in the free-roaming genre? Yes. Hell, most genres, especially as the majority of the playtime, will be engaging with movement mechanics. 100%. Bad movement. Yeah. And I think pretty much any game, apart from, you know, turn-based games and stuff, yeah. Um, if, the mo- if it doesn't feel good to walk around and just exist within the game's world, I'm not going to have fun. Because I'm not going to be having fun for, like, 90% of what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, it's, it's all about game feel, and I bring this up quite a lot of, I knew that I would enjoy Hades the moment I got my hands on it, because I just felt what the run and dash and attack felt like, and went, okay, yeah. Yeah, good. This is I'm going to enjoy this. And it's yeah. hard to describe. It's just, there is like a, there's a specific weightiness and deliberateness to the movement that feels really good. Yeah. An example I always use is um, uh, near Automata where the instant you press the right trigger to run with 2B, <laughs> and she just does that brief dash and then just goes into a sprint animation. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I definitely think almost beyond any other gameplay mechanic, just basic movement and abilities are the thing that you need to nail the most. Yeah, I can't think of um, any game where I'd overlook bad movement. Well, look or any how game many, where I have um, done that. Look how many players, including myself, constantly bitch and whine about destiny 2 but keep playing it because it feels great to play yeah it's like, just that good, gameplay solid. keeps us in it but even if we're frustrated with how the game's going at the time it's like but it really plays fucking well and i want to keep playing it yeah and um that's why just stuff like call of duty as much as people like to shit on it it's still a good feeling game to run around and shoot because there's a very del- yeah. there's a deliberateness to the movement and there's a snappiness to it there is yeah and um yeah, it's just one of those things. Of, like, game feel is one of the most important things just in all of game development. And just if you don't nail that, it doesn't matter what else you do. Yeah, because if it's not fun to move around, why would I want to play the game? It's the same thing of like, uh, 
like character designs. If I if I don't like the way the character looks, I'm not gonna play the game. Because yeah, I don't want not. I don't want to play as this shit looking character. Yeah. Especially in third person games. Like first person you might be able to get away with it because I'll only see them in cutscenes every now and then and a lot of the time they're just generic people because <laughs> that's not the focus. But yeah, third person games like character action games and stuff. I want to look like a cool badass. Yeah, I can't tell you how long it took me to actually get into Bayonetta. Because oh, I, really? was just, I was so put off by just the leeriness and creepiness of the look of the character. But then you kind of realise that it's like her playing on her sexuality and stuff. And I get what they were going for. But even then it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I it's, get it. It's the same with um, Dead or Alive. I refuse to play Dead or Alive. Even though the game feels amazing. Because I all I knew about it was... Oh, it's that fighting game where it, they focus on women's boobs bouncing around. And, it and then ruins. you showed me Dead or Alive 5 and I went, this is a really good playing fighting game and it feels great. But it's just... Yeah, so I guess the only thing that can trump movement and just the feel of like the game itself can be just if it's really cringy. At least for me. Yeah, I, I can agree. And there's certain levels of cringy I will deal with. But when it gets to maybe like... Nino Cooney levels of cringe. I just was out. Or dead or alive. It's like two B um, in near Automata. I was almost put off from that. Yeah, yeah. Just with how like, the fact there is a button to make her explode and all the clothes fall off. It's like for fuck's sake. Oh, God it's damn like, it. So yeah, sure, cool. Yeah. It, like why did you put this in? But whatever, got it. Huh. So um, I'll go for one now. Then so we got here. Uh, da, 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 da. Do you have any advice on how to research facts and background? And my only advice is read more. Mm. I get asked all the time, I do like read as much as you can uh, for as many different sources, even things that you don't think you might be able to find facts in. Um, read it. Okay, yeah. Like, even stuff just like um, interviews, magazines, like just random, even on stuff you're not interested in, you yeah. might find something there that interests you and that's how um, I've done it for the past 10 years. I have just, uh, I spent so much of my time doing research and finding random tidbits to talk about. And um, the the classic, just not even necessarily research, just writing and reading purposes in general is... Do it all the time. Well, not even do it all the time. I was going to use the classic uni advice of don't go to Wikipedia to find your information. Go to the sources that Wikipedia, sort, like websites, cite. Mm-hmm. Like go into a Wikipedia article, find the things that they are sourcing and go Read to them those. instead. Because the Wikipedia page will also always be just a worse written version of that and probably like a little bit of misinformation in there uh, but uh, there's no trick to it I, there's no way to cheat or do it. it's just read as much as you can and just um, go for a wide range of sources mm-hmm. um, because you'll find stuff in the uh, places you wouldn't expect and that's the, kind of the idea I don't like people ask me as if there's a trick to it it's just no normally a lot of things like that that isn't a trick it's just hard work and yeah. gaining experience and knowledge over time it gets easier the more you do it but at the same time it's like there's no way to like trick or cheat like just... most things in life that isn't yeah. an easy answer and um, but people want an easy answer so i feel like when they like ask that, that question like that brit video of just they want the quick easy way to do it and it's like yeah you can get like maybe you'll get a little it's like with writing and research you can go to copy paste wikipedia but you're not going to get very far doing that yeah, you'll get into university, but you won't get much further than that. No, no, no. Like you're not exactly. going to pass your course. Or like, if you do, it won't be with a good grade. Yeah, and you also as well won't have the uh, when you leave university, you won't have the knowledge and skill set to be able to like you know apply 
Well, that's the the, learned. the big issue at the end of the day, isn't it? Is you can have a grade on a piece of paper all you want, but if you don't have whatever skills that you need, at the end of the day, those grades mean nothing. Yeah. So there's a guy here saying, like, what, that's how he got through say, What are you going to say if you're bad at a job six months down the line to your boss? Like, but I got a good, good like degree. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. You're bad at the job. Yeah, fuck you. I but, didn't hire you for your degree score. I hired you to be good at your fucking job. So Luke, you'd like to pick one last question? Yeah, and I'll I'll pick out one that um, like I'll we get asked a lot, and I just kind of want to clarify on again. It's like um, someone asks, "Are you both doing okay?" I know it's an odd question, but we're in a pandemic, and it's stressful seeing people believe nonsense and carrying on as normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as like, yeah, this time is stressful, and even even like people in my family and stuff mm-hmm. are, are annoying me in certain ways of like disagreeing with me on what's going on with covid and blah 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 our general rule of thumb is if we are not doing okay we will not be on stream we yeah not we're not we don't make content yeah and i've like um it's a rule like i it's a rule i hold for myself but i'm um, i i'd hope it goes without saying it goes to you guys too that if you don't feel good mm-hmm. don't turn up for recording like, yeah. I don't mean that in that the, the negative way of, like, oh, don't turn up to work. Like, no, if you're not feeling good, you're not going to make good content because you're not, like, part of the draw and appeal of it is, like, it's friends having a conversation. Yeah, and I know that if I message you going, look, I know we were meant to record today or tomorrow or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not feeling, feeling well. up to it, you'd be like, okay, just, we'll record another time, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and I've had that happen, like, you know, a few times over the last couple of months. It's happened with me of just, like, there's been days, it's like, I'm just not feeling up to recording today. I just don't yeah. feel like I can be on and be yeah, on camera exactly. and um i see a lot of all the people that i follow on like twitter and all the social medias and stuff going like oh well you know sorry i wasn't feeling to up to it today like i know it wasn't as good a stream as usual on things and i'm like well, what if you weren't feeling up to it why did you do it like yeah. you're not going to make enjoyable content and you're going to probably make yourself feel worse at the end of it yeah you also as well don't owe people an explanation no, no, you, if don't, you don't. If you don't feel, if you don't feel well, you don't feel well. And also, like, no one's entitled to learn, like know anything about your private life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but no, like, um, that's that's just a piece of advice I would give people is like, if you can control when you're doing work, like, do it when you're feeling good. Also, as well, like, everyone on the channel is doing fine. Like, there is a pandemic, but um, I'm not a prick, and I understand that not everything is sunshine and roses right now. So if people aren't feeling well; they don't have to do work. Yeah, and generally speaking as well, you are putting us in a position where luckily we're not having to stress out about like where our next paycheck is coming from. You, you're treating us very well. You've given us a pay rise in this pandemic. Like you, um, you are making it very easy for us at the moment. So thank well, you. Well, yeah, because like my continued success is um, like fundamentally rooted in you guys actually wanting to work with me. <laughs> so it makes enough, sense, enough, yeah. but. Yeah, that's a good question to end on. Everyone's feeling well. Everyone's doing fine. Yeah, and, uh, and if you're not, you know, there's no shame. In, yeah, and if and if you're not, there's no shame in taking time for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. anyone who says that there is can go and fuck themselves. Mm-hmm.